All right. Welcome to Jesus Calling, December 13th. Pull up our reading for the day. Take time to be holy. The word holy does not mean goody-goody. It means set apart for sacred use. That is what these quiet moments in my presence are accomplishing within you. As you focus your mind and heart on me, you are being transformed, recreated into the one I designed you to be. This process requires blocks of time set aside for communion with me. The benefits of this practice are limitless. Emotional and physical healing are enhanced by your soaking in the light of my presence. That You experience a nearness to me that strengthens your faith and fills you with peace. You open yourself up to receive the many blessings that I have prepared for you. You become a cleaned temple of my Holy Spirit, who is able to do in and through you immeasurably more than you ask or imagine. These are just some of the benefits of being still in my presence. First reading today is 2 Thessalonians 1, verse 10. When he comes on that day, he will receive glory. When he comes on that day... He will receive glory from his holy people, praise from all who believe. And, in, and this includes you, for you believed what we told you about him. Second reading is Psalm 27, 4. The one thing I ask of the Lord, the thing I seek most, is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in his temple. The next reading is 1 Corinthians 6:19. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not you do not belong to yourself. The last one is Ephesians 3:20. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. The key phrase I focused in on a little bit today was blocks of time should be set aside for communion with God. As I thought about that, you know, we we live our lives in blocks of time, don't we? Made me think of a job I used to have in my early 20s where I was trying to make some extra money and working nights and I was an order puller for Fadler Food Distribution Company in Tulsa. Basically I'd drive this little pallet jack around this huge warehouse and stack up a bunch of items on a wooden pallet that would then get loaded onto a truck and delivered to some country club or church or restaurant or something like that. But what I remember is that I lived my life in two-hour increments at that job. Every two hours, I would get a 15-minute break. And the job was so tedious that I, I would just be trying to make it to my next 15-minute break. I couldn't really think about my job as a full nine- or ten-hour shift. It, that was too much. I had to think of it in terms of two-hour blocks of time. It was easier for me to stay on task and not get too discouraged. And since that time, I think I've I've learned to manage my time that way. And maybe we all do to some extent. But I think about my tasks 
and the time that each task will likely take, and I manage my blocks of time that way. I allocate so much time to each task based on the relative importance of that task and the total amount of time that I have to work with. So I can relate that to 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 just all of us as we manage our blocks of time. You know, what's the relative importance of the time you spend in close communion with God? You know, how important is that time? How much time do you allocate toward that? You know, and it and it's and it's worth you know, it's worth thinking about since God has the power to totally transform our entire thinking, which then transforms every area of our lives and helps us to view things differently. It's an important allocation of time. Last night at our Advent celebration, we talked about peace. Specifically, we talked about times in our lives when we didn't experience peace and what those were like, the the busyness of having to do so much to do and not enough time to do it. We compared that to the times of, of peace we have had in the past where we felt relaxed or maybe didn't have that much to do. Then my daughter said something that I thought was pretty good and profound. We were trying to answer the question of what God is really talking about whenever he promises us peace. What is the what does he mean by peace? And my daughter basically said the peaceful feeling you can still somehow get even in the middle of a bunch of chaos going on around you. And we all kind of agreed that that's the peace that God is really offering, a peace that doesn't rely on the circumstances of the moment, kind of knowing everything is going to be okay, regardless of the immense challenges we are facing or the total chaos that seems to be swirling around us. I think that's the kind of peace we're all seeking. And uh, I'll pray about that a little bit for us today. Lord, thank you so much for the opportunity to have peace in the midst of chaos. Help us to find that and to allocate our time of communion with you consistently. And... Make it a high enough priority that we have that nearness to you where our faith and our thinking changes, where it's really transformed by your spirit and by your guidance so that it affects all areas of our lives. Thank you so much for promising that to us and help us to seek it above all else. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.